All right. So uh, before we get started on anything, partially because, you know, I do want you to know about this, but also because they're uh, a partner of ours now. So, yeah, it's uh, Dravenwood. It's like Ravenwood, but with a D at the beginning. They make dice vaults, little storage things. They're super cool. They can hold up to five sets of standard sized dice or like some Chonky Boys, you know, because we love the Chonky Boys. And they've got a bunch of fantastic premium hardwood choices that honestly, like half of these I've not even heard of. So sounds pretty exotic, pretty neat to me. Just follow them on TikTok. <laughs> nice. I didn't actually, I don't even think I knew that they had a TikTok. <laughs> wow. You're a great spokesperson. I know. Right. I, I mean, so the really cool thing is like all of the dice vault lids can be used as like a rolling tray, not a drug rolling tray but maybe. And then they can either have like leather or faux leather. And the really, really cool thing that like eventually I need to get around to ordering a custom one for myself is they can do custom laser engraving on the outside. But am I going to get a ham pod one? Absolutely. Ham pod. <laughs> so yeah, check them out at uh, Dravenwood. Like I said a second ago, that is like Ravenwood with a D at the beginning, uh, .com. And you can use code HAMPOD15 to get a 15% off. I don't know. I forgot to ask. Maybe it's supposed to be HAMPOD one and a half. So you get one and a half percent off. I just want to do a quick shout out to, uh, I guess, our, our partners. They're not really sponsors, whatever you want to call uh, Gecko's Media, our pimps in the podcasting business. I like that. Yep. I'm your pimp. Yeah, yeah, that's going in the app Gecko's forever. Media represent. <laughs> so Gecko's Media is pretty cool. You should definitely check them out if you are interested in making podcasts. That's it, Tim. Gecko's Media, we make podcasts. <laughs> uh, no, we are a collection of, of different startup podcasts that are all starting off together. It's an awesome community of, of new podcasters coming together and helping each other out. And they are all joined together at geckosmedia.com where you can get the complete collection of all the podcasts on the network. And soon you're going to see Hammer of the Gods on there too. Pretty exciting. For sure. So if you uh, are a current podcaster, want to get into podcasting, whatever the case may be, check out Geckos Media at geckosmedia.com, right? That's it. We try to keep it simple for them. What's that happening? Happens like a hobbit. Those short metal fellers. Go forever. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that movie. That's exactly how you <laughs> sounded right there. They done loved him up and turned him into a hornet toad. <laughs> well, he was looking at goddess titties. So, <laughs> you leave me right there, damn it. <laughs> Just here to tease you. <laughs> that's gonna bug me till it's in. And that's where we'll end this episode. <laughs> oh, that I'm bad. I'd be like, no, 
No, if she wants to go home, she can come baby, we're playing for another 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, good luck in home. Okay, so. You are sharing a drink with this man when the scenery shifts again. And you find yourself in a house. As you look around, you feel very much at home. Like, this is where you live. And you hear a familiar voice outside calling for you. I run to the door to see who's calling in. Okay. So, are you opening the door, or are you just... I'm gonna open the door, I'm okay. okay, so as you throw open the door to see who's calling, roll an insight check. I'm gonna voice the guy. <laughs> Before I roll again. Thirteen. You know what? <laughs> I didn't come here to be attacked, all right? Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You throw open this door, and you recognize the man from the bar. And <laughs> it all suddenly comes back to you that this is the man you married. Backstory that we talked about. Yeah, but I didn't die. Mine did. <laughs> I mean, Nicholas was in a place that he's been to before. He was in his home, or well, at near his home. You were reliving some scenes from earlier in your life. And as you see him and recognize who he is, suddenly, without even shifting, just almost as if everything around you has changed in the blink of an eye, you find yourself in a swamp. A swamp? Mm-hmm. About ankle-high fog. And very limited field of vision. You, however, can see water kind of lapping at the shore within the 20-foot radius around you. So you find yourself kind of at, like, the bank of some type of water. It doesn't seem to be flowing like a river or a stream. So you can assume pond or maybe something bigger. But otherwise, very similar to what Nicholas was seeing. I feel confused. Okay. I saw my husband. I didn't even get to like embrace him. Right. And now I automatically get switched to something else. I feel at this moment, I'm going to sit there and kind of like, well, let me say this. Piece together my brain. I think I would be pissed that I didn't get more time in the last... Delusion 
<laughs> and I am just trying to get grasp on where I am. I just don't right. understand what's going on. So, as part of your backstory, you know, mm-hmm. we talked about like it was, you know, you being a con artist, and it was kind of your grift that like you played this guy. You got married. Um, no, I didn't like him. I think I liked what he symbolized in my life, which was some form of stability, given my childhood. But at the same time, I did care for him in certain aspects because he was my steady, like, supplier, like, lifeline. Right. So him not being around would be a big issue for my stability. So I think that I, in some extent, whether I'm admitted or not, I did care for him. But only for the purpose that he served. Only for that purpose? I mean... You cared about him. (laughs) (laughs) You love him. (laughs) I mean, having, you know, a little bit of a a difficult life growing up, it is entirely possible that Kalista... Forms are going to have a bond attachment. Yeah, and may may have had a hard time even admitting to herself that she cared about this man. Like, she initially saw him as an easy mark, someone she could just take the money and be done. Or even play him for a while and get as much as she can, but kind of grew attached to him over time. And maybe, maybe as time went on, you know, she thought about wanting to just end it and say, you know, I'm going to take everything that he's got right now and be gone, but sounds like maybe she kind of found herself wanting to stick around. Wanting. Yeah. In next week's episode of As New As... (laughs) Damn it! I hate when I stutter. As New Alexandria turns. (laughs) (laughs) I can say this sounds pretty that's the nice way with all the emotions that come about with spending time with someone yeah that I probably did get a little attached to his I don't even know what his name is my ex-husband we broke up because I went to prison right but what was the purpose of me even seeing him so I met him in that bar and we had a little drinky drink but his wife had died I don't understand was he trying to like I don't know. Was his ex he was he married before? He just complicated. He didn't believe in once she died. Like well, how did that work out back in our day? Uh, I mean there were a few different things. Um yeah, some purgatory kind of shit going on. Oh, there was like the afterlife. But a lot of ancient Greeks seem to have believed in some reincarnation. Um similar to how Buddhists believe that like you're reincarnated until you attain a higher level and you can kind of escape the cycle and get to Nirvana. The Greeks kind of believed more in like you would be reincarnated a few times and if you do well enough in each of those, kind of depends on where you end up. I mean, you don't think you're dead. Anyway, so yeah. Doriades, your husband. Uh, I mean, I think... He was probably a little bit heartbroken when he found out that you were trying to con him initially. 
even though I think it was obvious to him that you cared about him, I think he was probably pretty upset. Um, maybe he even had some kids from his previous marriage who maybe they realized what was going on. I was a stepmother? No, <laughs> well, I mean, you, you may not have known them very well. So his, so I met him at the bar, and then mm-hmm. he had just lost his wife, and I saw him being very vulnerable. Next thing you know, I swindled myself into his life. Yep. Possibly, if I'm just going over previous experiences. Yeah, and I mean... It makes sense. So, yeah, you don't feel like you're dead. You just don't really know where you are. You know, you've had kind of these flashbacks to previous experiences in your life mm-hmm. and now find yourself in a very unfamiliar place. And you notice the more that you're just there kind of lost in thought, thinking about your husband, you hear skittering and whispers. Well, roll a perception check. Oh, it'll be a 16. You hear kind of an echo of someone just go, and then a few moments later, a little bit louder. Nicholas, what do you do? Am I still on the ground? Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's hearing the echoes of what just happened to you. Nope, I don't see you. And I keep calling. No, I'm joking. Uh, oh, hi! So you hear this familiar voice say, oh, hi, kind of echoing. I want to try to follow where the sound is coming from. Okay. Let's see if I can get closer to the, the voice. Sure. The familiar voice. Roll a probably survival check. Six. Okay. You start to head in kind of what seems like the direction. Um, but as you're walking along this hilly swamp area, you come to another bank. I'm clearly lost as fuck, and I don't see anything around me. Right. And I can, well, I can't follow what I hear. Well, you can follow it, but <laughs> it can be it can be deceptive. Following echoes sometimes. So I would true. This would have actually been the perfect spot for the go forever joke. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, Nicholas, as you turn to see who it is who is trying to get your attention, you see this small form on what seems like decently large marmot but it looks strange not like any ferret or that sort of thing that you've ever seen as it has almost a human face attached to this elongated animal body and on it is a small Creature. Well, hi there. My name is Nicholas. What's your name? 
He says, Well, I don't have a name, sir. But you seem very lost, and as does your friend. Your friend wouldn't have to look like a half-elf, would you? Well, I don't know what a whole elf looks like, but she's kind of funny looking. And so are you. Does she have a little bit of an attitude, like she would probably kick you across this swamp if you crossed her? Yeah. That's yeah. her. <laughs> Where's she at? He points and says, right over there. You can't see her? Do I see her? It's just foggy. You can't. You can't see. Roll the dice. No, it's still. Would you mind taking me to her? I can't really see in this form. So he says, "Okay." I know we just met, but I'd really appreciate it. You two do seem kind of helpless, so I guess I can help you out. So Nicholas, let me give you a better description. I was just going completely off of memory. So yeah, this creature. It, it does remind you a lot of some kind of marmot, but with almost like a human-like face, with the nose of a dog, and the ears, like perky, dog-like ears. Right? Um, sort of, but it has like a long mane, almost like a lion, of just thin white hair. The rest of it is kind of a pinkish color, almost like skin. It seems like it might just have like really, really fine hair over the rest of the body, aside from the mane. Um, it, it definitely has a, a really long neck. It seems unusual. Um, and on its back, you see this, when I, when I say small, I mean it's very small. Like This is smaller than Sergio's. Maybe a foot tall. Damn. The thing that's on its back. Um, and the creature itself is like a really big ferret. Like maybe double the size of a normal ferret. Um, and this little creature almost looks like a bug to you. You notice that it has two large, almost fish-like eyes kind of offset you know, wide apart, and right in between the two eyes is this large, bulbous nose. Uh, and it, it almost looks like a roly-poly, but if it had almost a funny-looking human-like face to it, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean... It looks friendly. <laughs> everything about that just seems bizarre. You know, it's a strange combination of things that you've never seen anything like this. You've never seen anything like this. You've never heard of anything even remotely like this. It almost seems like something out of a fever dream. Do I sense anything off about the guy? I mean, you'd have to roll an insight check. But, I mean, you did just ask it to lead you. So let's let's resolve that real quick. Just I, I, I'm, on to that. I'm 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 really glad because what I rolled. No, no, you're you're keeping that. Just hold on to that. So it says, "Come on," and it has like a little spear, which to you is like a, a small knife almost. So it it starts to lead you into the fog, and you know as you approach. Kind of the edge of your vision. 
the fog recedes. You know, wherever you go, it seems to just be far enough out. Like when you're walking through fog, normally that as you get closer to it, it's easier to see. But then you look behind you, and it's just staying right there. You know, you can still only see within that twenty foot radius. Um, and after a little bit, you see Kalista just looking lost and probably probably pretty frustrated. Yep. Okay, well, since I've learned my lessons about making loud noise and yelling in situations... Keep in mind, if you can see her, she's within 20 feet. Right. I'm going to thank my little buddy for helping me find her. And then I'm going to walk up to her. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to walk in front of her so I don't spook her. That way she knows it's me. Roll a perception check, please. And be like, hey, I'm glad I found you. 17. So you, you hear that these voices get closer. And as you kind of can figure out where they're coming from, you look over your shoulder a little bit and just out of the corner of your eye, see the familiar hairy form of Nicholas. Mm. Accompanied by this very small, bizarre-looking pair. As we walk up, Shawn Michaels' theme song's playing in the background. I'm just a sexy boy. Sexy boy. I'm not your boy toy. We're done here. (laughs) You're off the show. We're done. We're done. Nope. Nicholas... Starts to approach, seemingly uh, kind of tentative, like he's almost hesitant to to get too close, and like he's not trying to freak you out, but he's maybe trying a little too hard not to freak you out. And I'm also cautiously watching him approach because I'm not sure if he's another delusion or not. Sure. So, I... I call out to him, Nicholas, is that you? Yep, all day long. (laughs) Go for (laughs) Kalista. Kalista. My name is not (laughs) Kalista. All right, Kalista. Go for I was trying to sneak through the swamp, ma'am. He's not very sneaky. Well, it's hard to sneak by somebody that's two foot high, including your little thing you're riding on. You just see that he seems to just beam. Like, it's the, the best compliment he's ever gotten. <laughs> and you hear, he said I'm two feet tall. <laughs> I lean over to Nicholas and whisper quietly, what is that? I don't know, but he knew where he was at and led me right to you. He seems okay. I think I'm going to name him Dougie. You can't name something just because you see it. <laughs> it will find, or it finds you. So I yell at the creature, Hey, I think I came up with a name for you. What do you think about Dougie? He just looks up at you and says, Why are you yelling? I'm right here. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I've been here this whole time. I didn't see you walk with me. (laughs) I've been walking with you this whole time. Never mind that. What do you think about Dougie? (laughs) Who's Dougie? You are. He just kind of looks confused. And just doesn't, just mouth agape, doesn't say anything. You don't have to name things, you aren't Christopher Columbus. 
He's not born yet. I know. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's not necessary to marry. He says, How did you two get here? I've never seen anything like you here. <laughs> Where exactly are we? He says, We really don't know. We was walking. We were kind of walking in the forest, and then just this fog picked up, and then we got separated. I wound up in some kind of funky illusion, and then wound up here when it was over. So, he just looks at you and says, when you sleep, do you ever go places in your sleep? You mean like sleepwalk? No. You mean like dreaming? Yeah, I think that's what they call it. Of course, everybody does. I don't. Really? You never dreamt? This is a dream. You are in the land of dreams. I don't want to believe that, because I like you, and when I wake up, you won't be here. Oh, I'll always be here. The land of dreams is a very real place. You've heard of the gods, right? Of course. You know. Zeus, big horny guy. Do you know... Any of the other gods? I know Kaiki, the goddess of love. Yeah, she's a pretty good one. Are you familiar with any of the other gods? Maybe Hypnos, the god of sleep? Or Morpheus, the god of dreams? I had a friend who always said he worshipped Poseidon. Well, Poseidon doesn't live here. This is the land of dreams. Mortals don't normally come here in physical form. How in the world did we get here? That is a great question. And he's kind of gestures around and says, You don't see all of the other sleepers? They're all around. Do I see anything? Just fog. No, all I see is fog. He just looks at you and says, this must be something to do with you being here when you shouldn't be here. That, as a mortal, maybe you can't see what we can see. The natives of the Dreamland. Well, this is an interesting development. I also explain on why when I was home and used detect magic, I went on this weird fucking acid trip. Oh yeah, you shouldn't use magic here. It doesn't go well. Your mortal magic is not meant to exist in the land of... Is there a way out of here? Well, I would not be the one to ask. I've always lived here. And I'll, I'll probably die here. Do you know who would know? So he says, You can follow me back to the village. We can ask one of the elders. It didn't real help us so far. I trust him. I guess let's follow him. Okay. So he begins to trot on his little marmot and leads you into this small town where the buildings maybe come up to your waist. So we gotta tread lightly because we don't want to crush a building <laughs> by accident. And if I tread and high. fall, it's all over. And so he leads you into the village. And says, wait here. 
let me go get the elders. And goes into one of the houses. What do you guys do? Should I wait? Okay. Look around or anything like that. I kind of still about the place just in my turn in my head, but. Right. Other than that, he said, wait here, I'm waiting here. Can I stealthily try to listen in to the conversation inside the house? Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't have to do anything with stealth for that, because, I mean, you can just do that by standing there listening, but. I don't know what I'm do there. Huh. Well, yeah, I mean, you could you could try to, like, be subtle about it. I just got this little image of, like, little creatures in this house talking, and then all of a sudden you just see this big eyeball <laughs> at the window behind them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So you kind of lean closer to this building, and then roll your perception check. That's a one. Okay. So you really just casually lean closer to this building and you're listening in and you hear voices pretty clearly but you cannot understand a word they're saying you guys are nicholas kind of looking around seeing what you can see and the fog seems a little thinner here and you can see a little bit further and you just see these creatures kind of scurrying about you know some of them are on their little marmot creatures. And you notice that the marmots are talking. That's new. So it's almost like they're equally intelligent. It looks like everybody's equal around here. They just work together. So as you're kind of looking around and you see, they all pretty much seem to be wearing roly-poly looking armor. Uh, and they're just all kind of chatting, going about their business. Uh, and then Dougie comes back out and says, well... I have some good news. Okay, what's the good news? Well, I also have some bad news. Okay, what's the bad news? So, the good news is, you're not dead. Probably. Okay, so mostly dead, that's a plus. But, uh, we don't know how you got here, or how to get you back. Well, it doesn't look like you got a bad setup here. I'd be all right living here, I think. Oh, no, that that's okay. No, we, we're good. Oh. Thank you, though. <laughs> feel so rejected. <laughs> we just, we feel a little uncomfortable with mortals being here. We don't want to upset Morpheus. He didn't mean to get here. I don't even know how we got here. If you guys don't want us here, we'd be happy to leave, but we got to know how. Wait a minute, did you say you knew where Morpheus is? Well, no one ever knows where he is. He kind of does his own thing, but I guess we could lead you to his, uh, his visitation chamber. Wouldn't he know how to get out of this place? Or be able to help uh, us maybe. leave? It's worth a shot, I ain't got any other ideas. I just really need to get back. I have so much money. <laughs> and I don't want to get looted while I'm half dead. Yeah, we we hear a lot about you mortals and money. I don't really understand it. I got 50 gold, so I'm good. Wow. You must be really proud of that. 
I am actually. That sounds like a lot. <laughs> it's a decent amount, okay? I mean, it's... This is... Let's go try to find Morpheus. Okay. Is that his name? Morpheus? Yeah. yeah. Just like Spider-Man. I just want to go home. Oh, no, that's Morbius. Yeah. Never mind. Thank the Matrix. That's where they got the name Morpheus from. So. Oh, I didn't know that. All right. He says, Dougie will lead you. But uh, it's not always safe out there, so I, I hope you guys know how to defend yourselves. Well, she does all right. <laughs> we don't have shit. Hell, that's we right. We ain't, any got weapons? Our, we ain't got our freaking weapons. He says, Dougie seems a little confused because you guys have stuff. What do you mean we have stuff? It's clearly there. Maybe where you were in Dreamland before you didn't. But I don't think you've looked since you got here. Holy shit. I got my swords. All right. So he says, now that we've sorted that out, are you are you ready to go? Yes, we got to get out of here. You said it's not good for us to be here. Well, here in our village, we would really rather not have mortals just hanging about. Well, earlier you also said that Mortals don't usually come here, which tells me it's not a good thing that we're here. Maybe. Did you just not want us here because we're mortals? Well, like I said, I really don't want to make Morpheus mad. And you really aren't supposed to be here, so... Anything to get you guys back where you should be. It really has nothing to do with your height. We don't care about that. But... Mortals aren't supposed to be here. We just want to make sure that everything goes where it should go and that mortals stay in the mortal realm. We just want our, our dreamland. I can respect that. appreciate your help, friend. That's not too discriminatory. But fair enough. Can you please take us to where we need to be? If Absolutely. we have to fight to the death. Whoa, hey. What's this death thing you're talking about? We're... We don't have to... Calm down, Conan. With you. So many (laughs) in-character references to things that don't exist. Stop. Wait, Conan the Barbarian, what about that time? He says, I'll take you. It's nothing personal. You seem like nice enough mortals. But I don't know what would happen if Morpheus found you here. I don't want to find out. He's kind of a scary guy sometimes. So, whenever you're ready, we'll we'll head out. Let's go. All right, and that's where we're gonna end for today. Are you a fellow dice dragon looking to add to their hoard? Are you never satisfied with the amount of dice you have? Athis Onassis here. If you're looking for great quality handmade dice, then we have a couple wonderful shops for you to check out. First is Critical Hit Creations. They have their own website. Also, Desired Effect Dice, who has an Etsy shop, and we'll have links to both in the description. These shops are 100% backed by Athena and have the Athis seal of approval.